On this week's episode of Marketing O'Clock, Bing Ads and YouTube change up how they report on a few key metrics. Exciting new reporting and insights are available to retailers, and we've got some info on what to expect for the coming holiday season. Pinterest ad platform gets a facelift. We also talked about Facebook and poor Facebook and all its troubles. Oh, and I planned out my winter wardrobe for the coming season. (laughs) All on this week's episode. Marketing O'Clock is your weekly dose of digital marketing news. We record live every Friday from the Cypress North Studios located in beautiful Buffalo, New York. Join us each week for insights, updates, rants, and much more as we cover the full gamut of digital marketing for you. Hey there, I'm Greg Finn. And I'm Jess Bud. And it is officially Marketing O'Clock here on October 19th, 2018. Remember, you can consume us via your favorite podcasting player or listen to us live on YouTube without a net every Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. 9.30, right? 9.30. We're a little late this morning, 9.40. And remember, you can follow along with us in our show notes. Just head over to cypressnorth.com's blog for links from all of today's articles. You could also go to marketingoclock.com for everything that we do. You bet. We make it easy on you. All right. (laughs) First up this week, Pinterest heading into the holiday season, has updated Ads Manager and rolled out product pins, new product pins, ahead of the holiday season. And this was announced Wednesday that the new Ads Manager will have a step-by-step campaign setup, like a wizard, for people that may have never used Pinterest Ads Manager before. Also, the uncanny ability to pause campaigns. <laughs> Watch out, guys. This is this is legit. The thing I really liked about this is on the Pinterest blog, they had said uh, about the pause campaign feature, they said, launch ads on your own schedule with our new pause <laughs> campaign feature, which allows you to review your pins before going live. But... But what? It's like, yeah, you just gave it a pause ability. Let's yeah. Let's be real here. Um, the other mm. items that have come in this update are campaign changes to multiple rows at once, and they've upgraded the product pins as well. So the product pin system has been completely rebuilt, and now there's dynamic pricing and stock information for hundreds of millions of product pins. So that's pretty cool. And the links, or any of the product pins now, have a shopping bag icon that'll send people right over to the retailer's checkout. So hopefully it's a little bit easier, and there's some more conversions from that. And that's replacing the older buyable pin format. That's. I feel like those are all good things, but I kind of want to just for a second go back to some of the first things that you talked about. And I just, I, I want to make a joke about how Pinterest is now a, a real ad platform, <laughs> but I feel like that's not fair because so many people have been spending money for years on this platform. And yeah, it's good that you're making changes, but if you're excited about a pausing ability, let's do a little self-reflection here. I feel like... I, I'm, I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Pinterest is lovely. I use it for a lot of things. But. Yeah, I just... I love that. That that's the big feature, <laughs> and that honestly was the lead in the yeah. blog. Is yeah. you can pause your campaigns. <laughs> All right. It's certainly a good hey, thing. That's great. Yeah. I mean, nowhere to go but up from there. So. I suppose unless unless you don't want to pause anything, you just want to run just a free for all. Then this this feature is not for you. <laughs> You're gonna hate it. <laughs> All right, moving on to Bing ads. 
They are going to allow you to, quote, make better business decisions based on the time of ad clicks. And this, I actually, I really like this. And again, this goes back to what have you been doing all along? Um, but hopefully most of our listeners know that the big difference between conversion reporting and AdWords and Bing is that in AdWords, conversions would, oh my God, Google ads, excuse me. In Google oh, Ads. Ding. We need a bell ding. to ding anytime somebody says AdWords. I don't know if anyone can hear what I did off to the <laughs> side. <laughs> I dinged my cup. Um, anyway, Google Ads, it used to, or it always has reported um, a conversion based on when the click happened. In Bing, which, which makes sense. Makes total sense, right? <laughs> Bing was like, no, no, no. We're not going to do that. We're going to do everything Google does except this one thing, and we are going to report it based on the time of the conversion. So whatever, that's fine. If you knew that that was the case, you weren't confused when you would have zero clicks and one conversion sometimes. But anyway, they have fixed that. So what Bing is doing now, right, is they're going to switch, and I believe it's already happened, they're switching to the Google way of doing things, and they will report conversions and assisted conversions based on the time of the ad click. And it was kind of strange, just even from a reporting standpoint, right? You could say, hey, I'm going to make this click here on October 31st. And then the purchase on November 1st, but Mm -hmm. then October 31st doesn't get the credit for it, and the conversion shows up in November. Yeah. And I think the other thing, too, that's kind of really important with this, it's not just about the click, right? It's about that that's what costs you money. So your ad dollars in October are not getting that. If you're doing any, like, return on ad spend calculations or anything like that, that's getting all messed up with the old way. So it should be better, more accurate. Okay. So can can we role play here on on how this will count in the new format with with Bing conversions and, and conversion assists? Yeah. Okay. So let's say that I'm out there browsing the web and I'm looking for a new uh, turtleneck. Oh. Or something, maybe maybe something more fancy. I feel like turtlenecks are fancy. Okay. I'm looking for, for a nice new <laughs> turtleneck <laughs> for, for the, the coming winter season. And I make a click on, on Monday. I go to, mm-hmm. I go and like I do for anything, when I'm, when I'm looking for something nice, I just bing it. And, you know, as they say. Yeah, we should so start I, there. So I, I, I go and I start binging it and I bing tur- turtlenecks. And I get there and I just, I don't know what my winter outfits are going to look like yet. I just am not ready to pull the trigger. (laughs) So then I do some deep self-reflection that Monday night (laughs) and Tuesday I go back and I search for, again, binging it again. Binging. And I I search for a plaid turtleneck. (laughs) You're going to look so good this fall. It's going to be amazing. Excuse me, winter. And so then... I go and I find this perfect plaid turtleneck at turtlenecks.com. I don't know if that's a thing. Ooh, uh, I bet it is. Maybe a new sponsor. Yeah. What if it, okay. So <laughs> Tuesday, I make a, my search and I click on a Bing ad hmm. for a plaid turtleneck. And all of a sudden, I spill my milk all over my keyboard and I panic and I, I shut down all the browsers. <laughs> Because oh, you have multiple open because Bing's not doing it for you. Oh, Bing, Bing did it great. Okay. We get, uh, so <laughs> Monday I made the first click on turtlenecks. Tuesday I made the, the second click on plaid turtlenecks. Mm. And then Wednesday I cleaned up all that milk. I got a solution. <laughs> I bought a cat. Just licked, <laughs> clicked it all oh up. And then Wednesday I go back to just turtlenecks.com. And I just go buy that plaid turtleneck. Directly. Directly. Via your Bing browser. Bing browser? Just yeah, just, I'm, I'm using ads. I'm this making whole time. things. Up. <laughs> so so, what what counts as a conversion in that case? Well, Tuesday. Tuesday would yeah. be would now get the conversion. Yes, and the assist would come on Monday, Monday with this new setup. Previously, those would come on that Wednesday when the 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 purchase was made. 
Which, when you really think about it that way, it makes zero sense because you have an assisted conversion and a conversion on the same day. Right. So, this so that's is not the, helpful for customer journey at all either. Right. And so for advertisers, this makes a ton of sense as you can like attribute it to the day the click happened, which is obvious to at least me. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, anyway, it makes total sense. Look for me wearing that, that turtleneck uh, on marketing clock next week. Ah, oh, shoot. It's going to be great. We got to go to turtlenecks.com, get you one. Okay. All right. <laughs> and next up this week, an article from Recode. Mm. It kind of gives it away in the title of this article here, but it's, <laughs> it turns out Facebook could, comma, in fact, comma, use data collected from its portal in-home video device to target you with ads. But um, And last week we talked about <laughs> Facebook's new video uh, product, its device, where you'll be able to call people and, and you can do so by saying, okay, portal. <laughs> and then you, okay, portal. Uh, Turtlenecks. Yeah. Call my mom or you know, <laughs> poke my dog to portal. <laughs> and basically, last Monday, there was a, a statement that said no data collected through portal, even call log data or app usage data, like the fact that you listen to Spotify will be used to target users with ads on Facebook. Since then, <laughs> it's changed. It's been a 180. And now Facebook has has alluded to the fact that this data may be used in targeting ads, and what they said is Portal Voice is call, Portal Voice calling is built on the Messenger infrastructure. So when you make a call in Portal, we collect the same types of information, i.e., usage data such as length of, length of call, frequency of calls that we collect on other Messenger-enabled devices. We may use this information to inform the ads we show you across our platforms. Other general usage data such as aggregate usage of apps. Etc. may also feed into the information we use to serve ads. So, if you're doing something over there on Portal, <laughs> you may you may be uh, targeted some ads. Which, I mean, honestly, what did we think they were going to do? Right? I mean, as Facebook, you'd be kind of stupid not to be collecting this data. It's, it's even more stupid to tell people you're not going to and then flip on that. But I think they did say in the article that the, the spokesperson that gave the original statement misspoke because he was mm. on the portal team or something. And he said oh. his team wasn't going to use the data. Oh. That didn't mean Facebook was it, But it was very misleading stuff. And, and people are, are loving Facebook these days and really seem to trust them. So this is going to help with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, and I get it. But like as marketers, we should be super excited about this it makes our jobs easier hopefully who, the, who is gonna use portal with well, us now? those four people are gonna get here's a hot take guess what portal is gonna flame out nobody's gonna use portal it's gonna be like the the amazon phone what is that fire phone remember that they no, came out I the don't. fire phone that could like sense what you're doing around uh. nobody's using portal so Whatever, uh, and if you use it, be prepared to have the advertise, <laughs> advertisements uh, catered towards whomever you're talking to. Goodness. Well, the good news is uh, Facebook's not done releasing new technologies, and we'll talk a little oh, bit more about that. that later. Yeah, I'm super excited. All right, moving on. You can now explore product search trends with Shopping Insights. Shopping Insights is a tool that Google had offered before, apparently. I did not know. But who cares? Because the old version was stupid. There's a new version. That's got, <laughs> <laughs> it's got a ton of new features and a lot more data, which I think people should be really excited about. And if you're watching our video or um, even if you're not, go click the link and look um, 
check out the article itself because there's lots of really cool visuals of what you could do with this data. So basically you can look at trends in searches over time and you can drill down then within like say you're looking at something for a year and it, the trend might look one way. Again, this is a visual that's really compelling in the article. Uh, then if you kind of drill down into a couple months within that year, the trends look totally different. So it's really, really good for researching things like seasonality uh, for things that people are shopping for. And it also breaks things down by brands. So you can compare different brands within a similar category and how people are searching for that. And it's actually really, really interesting. I feel like if it does everything it says it does, which it should, it's going to be really powerful for a lot of people because there's cool insights in there, like if whether people are using branded search terms versus not mm -hmm. and your brand is showing up. And I just feel like that's really, really helpful information that could be, especially coming up on the holidays, really helpful for people. And the other thing that's really nice is you can take all these and you can compare which yes. shows a really good juxtaposition of how one specific product or brand is doing compared to the other. And so when I was using this, A, I was impressed. I agree with your stupid comment. This is the best. <laughs> and B, I think I learned a lot about myself because I wanted to try to see something that like had a really like a peak and then fell off. And so <laughs> I go to it and I didn't know at the time it was only to a year. I was just testing it out. Mm. And so I go in there and I put in Jinko, <laughs> like the like jeans, the jeans? like the jeans, because <laughs> oh I wanted to see like a huge drop off. <laughs> Those will look real good with your turtleneck. But it only went a year back, so I'm like, okay, uh -huh. this doesn't do it. So then I started to put in like Adidas because I wanted to see something like that, and it gave me the the, the recommendation of Samba. <laughs> So those black yeah, and uh, gum gum rubber yeah, shoes. Classic. So my first one was Jinko. My second search was Adidas Sambas. <laughs> and then I'm like, I need something that is like modern. And so then I typed in uh, Adidas Yeezys. What? Kanye West sneakers. And so <laughs> I'm surprised it didn't break with somebody <laughs> putting in Jinkos and Sambas and Yeezys. But I really oh. like that you should go and play around with it. It's very cool. The compare is, is nice. And then the fact that you can actually click in Mm -hmm. And specific products is a very, very nice feature. A plus, this is definitely not stupid. No, it's not stupid. And bonus content, you can sign up for weekly reports if you want to stock a category in particular. And by stock, I mean follow. You can get weekly reports emailed to you that show you the trends. You don't even have to go into the tool. So Great. really cool. Okay, and that does it for our main news this week. And it brings us to this week's lightning round. Right, and this week's lightning round is actually going to be that. We're speeding up this week. Mm -hmm. And first up, attackers exploited three bugs in Facebook's once vaunted social graph has stolen 29 million users' data. Yeah, but don't worry. They'll just stick a portal in your home. So get yourself a fly swatter and uh, keep the <laughs> bugs out of your house because they're coming. <laughs> All right. Okay. Survey says people plan to use Amazon three to one over Google for holiday shopping. How do you feel about that? I mean, I think Amazon is more geared towards shopping like that. The thing I that I have the biggest gripe <laughs> with is this this was taken in August, right? Mm -hmm. And they're like, in August, where are you gonna go shopping? And out of like seven hundred people or a thousand people or so, three hundred and thirty one people knew that they're gonna go to shop for their holiday shopping on Target. Yep. What are you people doing? Just ask me where I'm going to go shopping for holiday gifts this year. Where are you going shopping for holiday gifts? I have no idea. Gifts? It's October. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing, too, I know this is supposed to be a lightning round, but this survey had two categories in it. One was other, which I think makes sense because there's only so many choices. But then there was another one that was brand or retailer website. 
So <laughs> that's what Target right. is. That's what, it, I, whatever. Anyway, look, check it out. It's good, good information. I think another, the main takeaway here is I'm jealous of these people that they <laughs> are so organized and planned out that they already know in August where they're doing their holiday shopping. Yeah. Well, some of them said they weren't even going to do it online, but they were taking an online survey. So. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. Next up, YouTube now counts an engagement for YouTube action ads at 10 seconds instead of 30 seconds. <sighs> So less engagement counts more. Well, counts the same, right? That's yes. what they're saying. So I, if I just hover over a link, am I going to get counted for a click? Is that what's next? No, that's not what's next. I feel like that's what's I coming. mean, it might be. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Just opening the browser. Maybe that's engagement. Yeah. 10 seconds is kind of... If we were to sit here and count to 10, though, it would be too long for the lightning round. So maybe... maybe. Whatever. I'm sure. Okay. Whatever. And I, I think the the big thing too is it's going to make <laughs> YouTube's numbers look better by saying an engaged sure. a- action is not thirty seconds; it's ten seconds. <laughs> it's going to make that look better. Surprising that they moved it down instead yeah. of moving engagement up well, there. I didn't, whatever, self serving. Oh, kicked something. All right, Google Ads, not AdWords, has new predefined landing page reports. They are coming to the pre uh, the pre the report editor, and they are called the landing page report. And wait for it, the ex. Banded landing page report, which is the same report with more information. <laughs> um, did you have access to this, by the way? No. I didn't have access to it either. No. I love it when they say there's a new report here and then you just don't have access to it. No. And also, hey, <laughs> slow down on the naming here. I mean, landing page report and expanded landing page report. They're getting a little too creative. Over it's there it's that, certainly descriptive. Names. I don't know. It's like turtlenecks.com. There we go. I'm going to keep going back to that. Okay. Next up. Twitter is making it easier to see enforcement taking on reported tweets. So once a tweet has been deleted, it's going to say that it's unavailable because it violated Twitter rules. And there was some flip-flopping back and forth, but it's going to be more uniform right now. That's a good thing. I have nothing nasty to say about that. Guess what? There's no character limit for meta descriptions, said Gary Isles at PubCon this week. Oh, then why for the past years (laughs) are you getting warnings in Search Console for low meta description count and high meta description count? I don't even want to talk about okay. this here because <laughs> then we won't. I freaked out on a different <laughs> podcast about it. I get it. Yeah. It's just when you say now have your made description, make it be a short, concise made description. Don't say short. Say accurate made description. And That's then all you need. just get rid of the character counts altogether. That's my only wish because it my is so wish. confusing explaining this to clients. I get it. Jess gets it. You listening probably get it. But trying to explain it to clients is like, ugh. Yeah. It's, a, it's like a nightmare. Just wait till they read something that's the opposite of what you told oh, them to. Dear God. It's always good. That's <laughs> the best use of our time. <laughs> okay, <laughs> next up. Uh, it's an article from Axios called The Next Big Wave of Publisher Traffic. And they took a look, and, and the big takeaways in this article were the fact that Twitter and Facebook have seen their share of tra- traffic decline, and Facebook traffic to publishers is down uh, nearly 40%, according to Chartbeat. All right. Um, I guess that, that doesn't surprise me. Nobody trusts Facebook anymore. Speaking of, they are planning, according to Cheddar.com, to, Facebook is planning to put a camera-equipped TV device in your home. It's a Facebook little device with a camera. It goes on top of your TV. It's probably going to spy on you. They'll tell you they're not going to use the data, but then they're going to tell you they will. I have no idea. They, they were pretty vague about this in the article. Jess, you know what? The other day I was thinking, I was sitting back, relaxing, <laughs> watching the tube, and I said, you know what would make this experience better? 
if I had a Facebook device with a camera <laughs> pointed right at me at this moment, think of all the things that I could oh, do. Oh, no. Think of all the things people do when they're watching what TV. What is happening? They're what, not in, like, put me on camera mode. What What is this? What is going on? This, this is, the is world. This is just me being old grouchy Greg, I think. But I, I just know. don't understand why you need cameras for everything, even to watch TV. Yeah. I'm over it. Well, uh, yeah. All right. And then next up. Facebook newsfeed now downranks sites with stolen content and anything with that seems like it's illicitly scraping or is uh, republishing content, Facebook is gonna gonna decrease that. Yeah, and I, I like their quote. They said it could create an umbrella effect that improves the content authenticity across the web. And I wrote in my notes, "LOL, so noble." It's not like they're not <laughs> under fire for worse right now. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> All right. Um, Wow, it's all about Facebook. This is actually a good thing. If you are running um, any app advertisements on Facebook, you can now, they have a new uh, retention optimization feature for app advertisers. So you can optimize not only for people that are going to download, but people that are going to come back into the app after they do that, which I think is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're selling, you know, ad space or there's any kind of in-app purchases in in that app you want people to come back to. Yeah. And right now with this, you have an option to target after two-day retention or seven-day retention. Anything after that, (laughs) you're out of luck. Forget it. You either get on that second day (laughs) or seventh day. But I think it is cool. It's just, I, I love it that you either have... Two day or a week later. Maybe they'll they'll grow that window later. Next up, Google My Business Insights adds branded search reporting. So there's new metrics in Google My Business or GMB as we call it mm-hmm. internally here. You can see how many people not only uh, made performed searches that showed Google My Business displays, but how many of those were branded, which is cool as well. So you can say, hey, you know what, uh, this is. A extra lift is coming from people not looking for my brand. This is pretty cool. And you can see how effective that can be. Yeah, absolutely. And they did say that it will show searches for other brands that are similar to yours. So I feel like that's, that's pretty helpful too. All about that competitive research. Okay. And last up in the fire round this week, Barry Schwartz was named search personality of the year, the U S search awards. And he was given that award from the one and only Casey Gillette and Mel Carson in the, I don't know the auditorium, but it is in <laughs> Vegas during PubCon. And Barry is uh, somebody that we don't deserve all of the hard work that he puts in. Mm-hmm. And it's a, a well, 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 well-deserved award. Nobody knows how much work Barry does to get the insight that he does and give us away. So Seriously. And we gr- certainly appreciate it here at Marketing Clock. We, we use a lot of his news yes. all the time. And if you want like an actual technical podcast or vid- vlog 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 vlogcast yeah but i don't know um he's got that <laughs> as well and it's actually you might actually learn something over there so check that out as well That's we'll put it in the show notes yeah congratulations all right and that brings us to this week's must read marketing article of the week an article so long so dense so detailed that we cannot cover it here on the show and this week's article comes from rand fishkin over at spark toro and he created the article called 2018 search market share myths versus realities of Google, Bing, Amazon, Facebook, DuckDuckGo, and more. And there's three major myths on here. And he uses data from JumpShot to go and kind of dispute some of these myths. And I think it's well done. I like I like the thought where it's like, hey, here's a myth. Mm-hmm. And then look, here's the data that is actually a myth. And there's a lot of really good insight there and uh, great information that I didn't know specifically. I didn't know how big Google Images was. It makes up 21% of all search traffic. That's kind of so, a lot. Yeah. And I think the other <laughs> thing that you'll see from here is it's a Google-dominated 
uh, statistics. But Anyone really cool. surprised by that, though? No. <laughs> <laughs> really cool, though. Check it out. And I think you'll, you'll enjoy that. And that does it for today's show. It is now officially not Marketing O'Clock. And remember, you can catch all the content on marketingclock.com or in the descriptions below. So make sure that you describe. Describe. <laughs> <laughs> describe sure the show. You describe the Only show to in all positive your and positive adjectives, yes. please. Man, I have it right in front of me. <laughs> make sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode and gems like that. Sorry, guys. All right. And we'll see you here next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to Marketing O'Clock. If today's show was of value to you, please subscribe, leave a review, or share with a colleague. If you are looking for more information on today's topics, head over to marketingoclock.com for links to all the articles that we covered. Welcome to Shooting the Heck, the part of the show that involves no marketing whatsoever, where Jess and I just shoot the heck. All right. This week, we've got a new segment in our new segment here, and it's called Life Hack or Life Hack. Because if you're a podcast, I don't know if you know the rules, you have to give out life hacks. I didn't know that. That's, that's every podcast. We might give out a few life hacks, though. Okay. So in this, we're going to vote whether or not it's a life hack or a life hack. Okay. So Jess, what do you have first? Um, first one I got, if you have a super hot coffee and you just can't bear it, it's too hot, you put a spoon in it. And it sucks the heat out. A spoon? <laughs> a, sp- a metal spoon. Because all the heat kind of goes into the spoon and it cools your coffee down. Wow. That's a life hack, right? I think. It's well, pretty good. I, th- here's the thing. I don't think this works. I don't think... It, it does not work nearly as good as an ice cube. Well, no, but then you're watering down your coffee. Spoons okay. don't water down your coffee. It's like the True. whiskey stone of coffee. And I've never tried it because I like my coffee You've never hot. tried it? No, no, no. But my husband swears by it. Okay. Swears by it. Does it okay. every morning. Okay. So try it out. Let us know. Well, I trust I guess, them. world. Life hack. Yeah. Okay. Right. Here's my first one. Western New York, beautiful leaves in the fall. Yeah. But you got to pick them up. Everybody rakes their lawn, has like tarp contractions, contractions, contraptions, <laughs> and then they're just giving birth to leaves and tarps. <laughs> but they have, they take the leaves out to, to the yard. Yeah. Just run them over with your lawnmower. Agree. Life run them over. Hack doesn't look as good. Well, I feel like the only reason to really gather them up is if you're going to jump in them. And True. you don't want to do that on the side of the road anyway, so you're going to have to move them, move them eventually. Yeah. So I just run them over. Yeah. I go time. life hack. I okay. feel like that's good. You're putting nutrients back in the earth. I don't know if there's nutrients in leaves. <laughs> this is Dr. Jess. Yeah. N- yeah. <laughs> Nitrogen. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Dead leaves. Dirty ground. Yes. I think I go life hack. Um, all right. This is another one I haven't tried, but I've read about it. And... Uh, you know, when you open, I know you're more of a buy your stuff raw and cook it yourself, but a can of chickpeas, right? Yes. You've, you've experienced a can of, of chickpeas. I think so. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> For our listeners that aren't crazy um, and they buy their, their beans in a can like I do, uh, there you get, you get your chickpeas, right? And then there's all this liquid left in the can and that's called, that's our, there's a name for that. It's no. aquafaba. Ugh. Yes. Which I know it's not appetizing and I might be pronouncing it wrong, but, um, phonetically that's what it looks like. And so the beautiful thing about this stuff is you save it. You don't dump it down the drain when you strain your chickpeas, you save it. And it, it is supposed to be, again, I haven't tried this, so people should let us know. It's a great substitute for eggs. 
because it has a similar like protein complex, I guess, and it will bind things the same way that eggs do in baking. Yeah, I'm going to give that a life hack. If you're saving your <laughs> aquafaba from your chickpea beans to use as an egg, no. I, no. I, I, okay. That's a life hack. All right, fine. Okay, next up. I purchase, I used to have a fetish of purchasing everything on Amazon <laughs> back in the day, and now no longer. Oh. Now I purchase everything on warehouse on amazon.com and warehouse gives you open box stuff they say it's used but it's not used you, How do you just know? get what'd you say how do you know i don't know it's just i like you just trust the process a little bit okay but it says it's used you go to where i don't know we'll put the link in the show notes but you get it like the box is always like beaten up like they use it as like a, mm. a rugby ball or something and you've i don't know or they fell off the truck but you can get things for like 30 percent off and it's it's new even though it says it's used I bet it's used because, quote, used because they sent it to someone. It got jacked up in the process. They returned it, but they mm. never opened it. So I, I can't hack that because I feel like if you're saying that the stuff arrives, the packaging's crappy, but the stuff inside is good, I can't hack that. I feel like that's a pretty good hack. Okay. Sorry. That's not, I, I just, you're a genius. I can't. All right. I got one more. <laughs> and this, this is something I have done on many occasions. So you ever go to get takeout and you're like, oh, I get, I got a long way home with my takeout. It's going to be cold when I get there. Yes. So you put it, if you have seat warmers in your car, you put it on your seat and you turn on the seat warmer and you keep that food warm your whole way home. That's a life hack. I made the that up problem, myself. The only problem is I don't have seat warmers. You got to get one. Okay. <laughs> so to, to do this life hack, I need a new car. Maybe you can like get it. like a heating pack you plug into <laughs> your like, lighter like or whatever. <laughs> okay. I love that. Great one. Okay. And my last one here. And then I've got, we got one for the audience. I many times have pasta. You make the pasta, you boil it. Our, our uh, sound engineer mm -hmm. here loves this, this life hack of mine. Cook the pasta, boiling hot, piping hot, train it out. Throw it in a bowl. As soon as you can, you crack open that pasta sauce container and dump it on there. You don't need to heat up the pasta sauce. Mm. You use the heat from the pasta to heat up the pasta sauce, and it's super fancy way of eating. Why is it a fancy? It's not fancy. <laughs> fancy <way laughs> it's, it's the opposite of fancy. <laughs> That's you know what I ah, I can't hack any of yours. Uh, yeah. That's pretty. So the sauce does not get cold. This works. I mean, it's not boiling hot. It's okay. not. It's not what you'd get at a restaurant. Yeah, and and of course, this is sauce out of a jar, right? So yes. I don't make my own sauce, but sometimes I like to put it in a pan so I can put other stuff in it and like jazz it up. You can't really do that, I no, guess, unless no you. No jazz. But I mean, this certainly is quicker, and and you're you're a guy that that likes to use his time efficiently. Okay. So. And then one life hack for the life hack or hack <laughs> for the audience. We heard a story before about a, a good way to eat food and, and enjoy your time pleasurably at once. And let's say that you're a big fan of beans and you also have a hot tub. And you want to very important criteria. Relax in the hot tub, but you might get hungry along the way. Mm. We've heard of a story of uh, a person that will be unnamed that. When they go in the hot tub, throw a can of beans in the tub. And then, as inevitably happens, you get hungry because all the steam and, and I don't know, sulfates. Burning a lot of calories. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Nutrients. Know why. Yeah. <laughs> and you get hungry. And then, by then, the beans are warmed up, piping hot, 96 degrees. <laughs> Nick Lachey. 98, 98 degrees. degrees. Yeah. 
and you crack open those beans and consume them. That's, so, are we letting the audience vote on this? I think we let the audience vote. Okay. Guys, right. vote, please. All right. Because I have an opinion, but. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week. Bye.